the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Two decades on air. This is AM 1280, The Patriot. WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5. K298CO, Minneapolis. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Justice Brett Kavanaugh will not be in the courtroom when the Supreme Court's new term begins on Monday. More from correspondent Greg Cluxton. That's because Kavanaugh tested positive for COVID-19. The high court says Kavanaugh is fully vaccinated and has no symptoms. His wife and daughters tested negative. But he will participate remotely from his home this week during oral arguments. Justices are returning to in-person courtroom arguments for the first time after an 18-month absence due to the coronavirus pandemic. Greg Clugston, Washington. A major oil spill off the coast of Southern California has fouled popular beaches and killed wildlife. Crews are scrambling to contain that crude before it spreads further into protected wetlands. Huntington Beach says at least 126,000 gallons of oil spilled into the waters off Orange County. This is SRN News. Before we arrived, the station sounded like this. WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Then on March 19th, 2001, you heard this. More power than a Tomahawk cruise we saw. EM 1280, The Patriot. News talk around the clock. Proud to bring you today's best communicators. Still going strong after two decades. AM 1280, The Patriot. Intelligent Radio. We're spicing things up here at The Patriot with the Your Favorite Recipe Sweepstakes. Register once a day at am1280thepatriot.com for your chance to win a $1,000 Williams-Sonoma shopping spree and a year's worth of fine meats from Good Ranchers. While you're at our website, get five bonus entries by submitting a favorite recipe of yours to be included in our upcoming free book, The World's Greatest Recipes, Volume 1, out November 1st. Your forecast for today, we're looking at sunny and a high of 71 with a low of 52 for tonight. This is AM1280, The Patriot. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. Do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is the closer, Brad Carlson. AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with our number two in the broadcast. We like to call the closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org, and we are here to take your phone calls at 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N show for any comments or questions. And if you'd like to follow us on Facebook, feel free to do so. 
Just go to Facebook.com, do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network, and give us a like and a follow. And I'm waving to the camera right now as we are live streaming the show on our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. I uh, want to take a transition now to our next guest. Uh, we actually had uh, Dr. Wilfred Riley on the broadcast before, uh, about two and a half years ago, when he had a book uh, come out entitled a Hate Crime Hoax, How the Left is Selling a Fake Race War. Again, we talked to Dr. Riley about that a little over two years ago. We're going to talk about some of his other work and some of his prolific uh, podcast appearances he has been making, talking about issues, hot-button issues uh, in our culture today. Uh, Wilfred Riley is currently an associate professor of political science at Kentucky State University and holds a Ph.D. uh, from Southern Illinois University and a law degree from the University of Illinois. Again, we're going to talk to Dr. Riley about uh, many hot-button topics as well as uh, some of the books he's written, including a book that came out last year entitled uh, Taboo, Ten Foot Facts You Can't Talk About. Uh, Dr. Wilfred Riley, an honor to have you back on the broadcast, sir. How are you? Good, good. Thanks for uh, inviting me back on. We appreciate it. Uh, I remember, as I alluded to in your introduction, uh, Dr. Riley, uh, we had you on a a couple of years ago just after your book, Hate Crime Hoax, came out. And uh, (laughs) I remember the timing was almost impeccable because just as the book had come out, the whole Jussie Smollett uh, incident occurred. Uh, Did you have to uh, reissue the book with an addendum, uh, Dr. Riley? Do we know? (laughs) Well, uh, no, although I did send uh, Jesse Smollett a signed book thanking him for helping me build my house. I actually, I'm from Chicago, and I've seen Jesse Smollett casually at a couple of events. I mean, it was, it was oh. a remarkable Streeterville, and obviously we're not close friends or anything, but Streeterville, the sort of integrated upper-middle-class neighborhood where Smollett claimed this happened is an area where eight or nine of my friends who haven't yet you know, moved out a little further from the city have apartments and so on. So it was really wild that I had written this book, this sort of wonky, almost academic book talking about this phenomenon of hate crime hoaxes, although I think it's a fun read. And then in, you know, my old area, this guy had come forward and claimed that there was this terrible racial incident. One of the two white guys in MAGA hats and patriotic ski masks to beat him down. And it all turned out to be a fake. And th- this happened the day the book was released, I believe, the day before, the day after, at, at most. So, I mean, the book came out, and we're doing, you know, regular radio, uh, TV, good stuff. I remember I was on the Joe Pag show. Like, we, we did our appearance. And then the Jesse Smollett thing was exposed as a fake, and you started getting calls from, like, Fox and CNN. I mean, do you is this an example of what you're writing about? So, uh, although I think it's a, an embarrassing and ridiculous story, I, I, there's, a, there's a little bit of a warmth for Brother Jesse there. He uh, definitely helped move some copies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no question about it. It, it just uh, not, not, none better validation, I suppose, than a, than a high-profile pro, story such as that. So now, uh, in the aftermath of this book being released, despite the Smollett uh, incident, I imagine there are a lot of people who you know cling to uh, you know these are racial issues in this country. I imagine you were still receiving a lot of pushback in the aftermath of this book being released. Um, so. How were you able to, uh, I guess, combat that? I mean, were you in a lot of confrontational interviews, podcast appearances, that sort of thing, Dr. Riley? Well, I mean, there's a famous line from actually the rapper Tyler, the creator. He's talking about cyberbullying on Twitter, and his comment for young men is, you know, I'm a hip-hop guy, but normal guy used to be an athlete, is just turn the computer off. And that, that's kind of my attitude. I mean, I find that people are – people. I'm a 200-pound man. Like, people are very rarely confrontational in person. Most people aren't that brave. Sure. 
And, I mean, if, if you're arguing with someone online who's anonymous and who's fronts pieces like, you know, Pepe the Frog if they're on the right or, like, you know, on the, one of those pink march hats if they're on the left, I mean, just block them. So I, I've definitely gotten some backlash to the book, but, I mean, in general, it's, it's nothing serious, nothing you couldn't deal with. And this is what I hear from a lot of writers on the right, Tucker Carlson, uh, not, not a few on the left if you're talking about Glenn Greenwald and so on. You're always going to run into some clowns. I also will say that what I've gotten mostly – is sort of private approval because this is one of those things that everyone kind of knows. Mm-hmm. No, no one's saying that the majority of you know, rape allegations made quietly at the local station house aren't true or something like that. Sure. But, I mean, when you look at these high-profile race and gender incidents, I mean, if you want to go through Covington Catholic, Erica Thomas, Bubba Wallace, Air Force Academy, Duke Lacrosse, Tawana Brawley, I mean, coming back to the present, this uh, the situation, Nikki Jolly, most of them have turned out to be fakes. Like, of the most prominent 50, I would guarantee at least 30 never happened. So I, I think a lot of people are aware of that. And when you see something like this story that was exposed just the other day, this upper-middle-class black woman had been posing as a Klansman, sending threatening letters to the black community across a small city. I think when you hear these kind of stories, a lot of people now are kind of pump-primed to say, yeah, that probably didn't happen. I mean, Althea Bernstein's another example. And very often they're right. Like, that that didn't happen. So, uh, as you obviously, one area that you've been a, a very prolific commentator in, Dr. Riley, is particularly issues of race. And we here have seen your video that you put forth for Prager University on um, uh, particularly the 1619 Project, which, of course, was the piece that came out in the New York Times about how this uh, country was founded on slavery and we fought the Revolutionary War in order to protect slavery. And you went uh, point by point debunking a lot of the claims that that 1619 uh, Project has made. Uh, do you get a sense that um, there is, I mean, I think I know the answer to this, but I'll let you expound on it. Do you kind of get a sense that the victim mentality, the victocrat mentality, as it were, uh, seems very lucrative and thus people are very hesitant to let that go, even in the face of irrefutable facts, Dr. Riley? Uh, yeah, I, I certainly think so. I mean, I, there's there's an economic element to this in that there is an – and again, you don't, you don't want to get too conspiratorial, but there certainly is an entire sector of organizations that are kind of devoted to – you know, fighting for the right or whatever you want to call it from kind of the left side of the political spectrum. I mean, the SPLC, you know, Brother Jesse and Al Sharpton, whatever they are these days, Rainbow Push. I mean, you have the new organizations, Black Lives Matter, you know, Ibram Kendi's group at Boston University just received a $10 million grant. And this is not an insubstantial amount of money and power that's involved. I mean, I recall once I did a deep dive on the SPLC, that's the Southern Poverty Law Center, and I found that they have a well-invested endowment of $470 million. Wow. And I I teach at a state university. That's more than our endowment. I mean, that's getting up there into the sort of the lower Ivy League sort of institutions when you're talking about half a billion. That's a Fortune 1,000, if not 500 company, if I recall correctly. So, I mean, yeah, I I certainly think that if there's not a whole lot of racism – whether or not people are aware of this consciously, I don't think most people are bad people, but I do think they're, quote unquote, prone to sit. Whether or not people are aware of this consciously, there's going to be a drive to say, well, let, let's redefine racism. For example, if you look at what Dr. Kendi or Robin D'Angelo now says it is, and there's going to be a certain sort of person that's going to go beyond that and think, well, why not make some up? I mean, there, there's as much racism as we need there to be. And you definitely see that when you see the, the hate crime hoaxes at the most extreme. 
But there's a lower level of sort of redefinition of the past. I mean, the 1619 Project, as you mentioned, uh, came out. It was co-signed by the New York Times. It was presented as kind of just hard truth social science. But most of the things that were said, uh, the Revolutionary War was fought to preserve slavery. Everything unique about the USA evolved out of slavery, which is a patently nonsensical claim. I mean, Irish immigration. You know, but just just so on down the line, slavery is what made the country wealthy. No, it wasn't. We had to fight the Civil War to end it, bankrupted the National Treasury. But just on and on, a, a lot of this stuff that's presented in the schools when we talk about CRT as mainstream, normal, you racists want to deny it, in fact, isn't true. That That's the problem, that it's not true. It's being used to sustain this idea of we need to keep the old race wars going on. And, yeah, there's a financial element to that. We hear a lot about um... – you know, and there's also some arguments that are saying, OK, we're not suggesting that uh, all white people are racist, you know, and maybe, OK, maybe your ancestors didn't own slaves. But uh, you people can't deny that uh, there has there were racist policies that were put in place years ago that your family benefited from. And they often cite, you know, generational wealth and, you know, income gaps between the races. Now, how do you kind of square that circle with with those particular arguments saying, you know, okay, maybe you're not uh, racist to your core, but you have benefited from some of the racist policies that this country uh, had implemented, say, 50 to 100 years ago, Dr. Riley. Well, I mean, I I think there are a couple of different levels of reply to that. I mean, first of all, I mean, my most recent romantic partner that happened to be Caucasian was from Bosnia. Hmm. I mean, so not, not my current relationship, but I mean, she came here fleeing a genocide and actually... I mean, you know, one of the participants in that war were Caucasian, but fairly dark-skinned people who often adhere to the Muslim faith. So, I mean, this stuff is complicated, right? Right. But she came here fleeing a genocide with no money. So when you say that in Bosnians, they're going about as well as certainly African-Americans in the United States. They're just one of the groups in the mix. But to say, you know, you came from a place of privilege when you got here from Sicily or, you know, Poland in 1953, I mean, that that's the majority of the non-Anglo white population. I mean, Hispanics are in general counted as Caucasian. Right. So I, I I don't really think there's a lot of truth to that for, to that for most people. I mean, to to really do social science here, you'd have to break down whether there's a substantial gap in wealth between those whites who came here and did benefit from these sort of policies, Scots Irish Appalachians, for example, and those that didn't that came later and had to compete. And I I don't really think that there would be that much of one. Um, The wealth gap is actually pretty complex. It's heavily driven by billionaires, for example. But a a second level of this is that it's not like the USA hasn't done anything to respond to the prejudice of the past. So, I mean, Brown v. Board desegregation was in 1954, I mean, almost 70 years ago. Right. Uh, The Civil Rights Act made most racism criminally and civilly and sometimes criminally illegal in 1964, if I have that year correct. Pro-minority affirmative action has been the case since 1967. That certainly didn't hurt me when I applied to law school. So, again, I'm pro-black. There's no, quote, unquote, Uncle Tomming going on. But if you're going to say, well, there are programs that benefit whites, okay, there are also programs that benefit blacks. Like, if you want to do any sort of real analysis, you'd have to break out both of those effects. And then the third, more important effect of just working hard and see how how important each one of those is. Um, So there there certainly are people that have benefited from 
the programs of the past, but I think you can find those people concentrated among the rich. And there's a case for class-based redistribution of income, although as a conservative, I suppose I'd oppose most of it. But to argue that, again, someone from Sicily or someone from Bosnia benefited dramatically more than someone from Jamaica, you know, I went to school near Missouri, you'd have to show me that. I don't necessarily think that's true. Once again, we are joined by Wilford Riley, an associate professor of political science at Kentucky State University and the author of a couple of different books, uh, Taboo, Ten Facts You Can't Talk About, as well as the aforementioned Hate Crime Hoax. Uh, Dr. Riley, we need to take a quick break. Are you able to hold for uh, another segment with us? Yes, sir. Fantastic. Uh, We'll be right back with uh, Dr. Wilford Riley. And Bob from Shoreview is online, too. Bob, if there's any way you can hold during the break, I will take your call when we come back again with our guest, uh, Dr. Wilfred Riley. And if you have a call yourself, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N show. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back with another segment with our guest, Dr. Wilfred Riley. Go nowhere. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to AM 1280, The Patriot, at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Pro-life across America, the Billboard people. I'm sure glad you're my sister, Addie. Yep, you're my best buddy. Mom says you were their little surprise. What would we do without you? Well, you'll probably get your own gum. Yeah, that's true, but you're worth it. Hello, my name is Carrie. I work with Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard people. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives to abortion or needs post-abortion assistance or would like to support the life-saving work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America, educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America, Director Clint Eastwood comes Cry Macho, the story of being lost. You want me to go down there and kidnap him? Please. And found. Don't miss the Salem Radio Cry Macho sweepstakes. Enter for your chance to win $1,000, a Clint Eastwood DVD library, and more. See Cry Macho in theaters and HBO Max. Now playing. Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. Register today at am1280thepatriot.com slash macho. Have you recently received a quote for an exterior home improvement project that was so high it made you seriously consider selling the house instead? In today's market, it's more important than ever to get multiple bids to make sure you're getting the best possible prices on any investment in your home. I'm Ryan with my three quotes. Not only can I provide you the most competitive bids in the Twin Cities for free, but I can guarantee it will be the quickest and easiest way to get them. Whether you need siding, roofing, or windows, I will personally come to your house for a short meeting so we can determine which name brands make the most sense for you and your house. And I'm all about multiple options, so you can have a variety of price points to choose from. A few days later, you'll receive an email from me with the bids attached. I've done the homework on brands and contractors, so you don't have to. It's that simple. No salespeople, no pressure, and no obligation to buy. To set up one short meeting with me, visit GetMy3Quotes.com. That's the number three, GetMy3Quotes.com. 
With the vast majority of media today leaning hard left, it can be tricky to find news that actually shares, let alone defends, a conservative viewpoint. Hotair.com provides analysis and commentary from conservative writers like Ed Morrissey. Hotair.com. Welcome back. AM1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Here to take your call, 651-289-4488. Again, we were joined in the previous segment by Wilford Riley, again, Associated Professor of Political Science at Kentucky State University and author of books, Hate Crime Hoax, as well as Taboo, Ten Facts You Can't Talk About. I want to get to our caller quick, has a comment or question for our guest, Bob in Shoreview. Bob, I appreciate your patience. You are on with Dr. Riley. Uh, yes, uh, it's it's my assertion that the term white privilege is somewhat misleading because the real issue is not privilege. The real issue is advantage, or we could call it responsible person advantage. And what I mean is this. If you stay in school, get a job, and don't have kids out of wedlock, you have an advantage over those who haven't acted responsibly in these matters and it's not an unearned privilege. It's, you know, it's deserved and it's the expected outcome of making good choices. This uh, responsible person advantage makes a person more successful and prosperous than those who have made bad choices. And anyone, black, brown, or white, can acquire this advantage if they make the right choices, regardless of their background. What do you think? Dr. Riley, would you like to respond? Yeah, I mean, so I I think that the problem with the idea of white privilege is that, as we would say in social science, it's crude and univariate. So you're dividing people into these two categories, white and black or white and POC. And you are you're noting that the whites do a little bit better, although the advantage is nothing like what it used to be. And you're saying, well, that must be due to racism somewhere hidden in the society. And in fact, what we find now in terms of the caller's comment, there there are all kind of questions you could ask, like, why is it the case that lower class culture is more common among black people? Did past racism make black people more likely to be poor in the past? I mean, as, as a black, I would have to say, yeah, to some extent, oh, that's also true for Appalachians, the Irish, so on, who've also had their problems. But I mean, putting that aside, the, the plain fact is that if you adjust for things like income among different groups or age among different groups. One thing a lot of people don't know is that the most common age for a black man is 27. Most common age for a white man is 58, which is obviously going to dramatically affect everything from crime rates to the level of wealth that you're able to possess. When you adjust for that stuff, you find that most of what's glibly called white privilege goes away. So I guess in one sentence without some of the wonky stuff, it's pretty stupid to look at another man and assume you understand where they're coming from in life because they're white or they're black. Oh, that person must be rich. That person must be from the ghetto. The reality is that there are dozens of things. Are you gay? Do you have cancer? Have you recently gotten out of prison? That affect 5 or 10 percent of the population in each of those cases that have dramatically larger effects than race itself. Kind of, kind of bringing this to a close, I actually, there's a survey of privilege you can find online by Googling test my privilege that was designed by Ivy League grad students and that led the BuzzFeed website for about a month, et cetera. So it's about 100 questions. It's things like, have you ever gone to bed hungry? Have you ever lost a fight? Have you ever had an internship? But I actually administered this to a large group of students for a potential paper. And what I found is that 80% of privilege or so, 70 to 80% is just social class. That's how much money your parents have. So 
if you adjust for that, you find that most of what is thought of as the advantage of being white is, in fact, the advantage of being rich. And I think that's pretty important because something that we forget a lot in the USA is that the majority of white people aren't wealthy. The most disadvantaged group in the USA actually might be poor whites, that block of people that don't qualify for affirmative action or legacy programs and that are that are pretty much forgotten. And that, that's a bad thing to do to a group of countrymen. Uh, Dr. Riley, again, we uh, alluded to your book, uh, Hate Crime Hoax. We had you, we discussed it at length two and a half years ago when you were on the broadcast. And I also did make mention of a book that came out uh, last year, early last year, uh, Taboo, Ten Facts You Can't Talk About. Uh, Dr. Riley, we have about five minutes left in your appearance. Uh, I certainly don't want you to give away the entire book. I certainly want my listeners to uh, to check this out if they so desire. But Maybe uh, if you want to pick one of those random 10 facts that's taboo to uh, talk about it, maybe expound a little bit uh, why it's so taboo and how you kind of navigate the waters in uh, a lot of your discourse that you engage in. Sure. I I can probably touch on a couple of them really quickly, actually. But So Taboo is a book about, for a family show, let's call it BS, but about the prevalence of stuff that we hear every day in society that's just kind of not so. So for the book, and I I am a pretty serious researcher. Initially, I didn't know what I was going to find. But for the book, I decided to look at 10 of the most prevalent claims in society. From Black Lives Matter's claim, this is the first chapter, that the police are just out there murdering black men, all the way over to the things the alt-right says about race and IQ and so on. Are these very common things? You know, walls don't work when it comes to immigration. Are these true? And what I found is that almost all of them were complete BS. They're, They're nonsense. There's no evidence. If you want to go into the Black Lives Matter chapter, for example, I mean, you've had a large number of activists from that group, like Chernobyl on Primetime Fox, say things like the police are killing hundreds or thousands of unarmed black men every year. And just breaking this down point by point, first of all, in the, in the last year on record, the total number of unarmed, specifically black men killed by cops was 17. Uh, the number of those men killed by white cops was, I think, eight. This is out of 60 million police interactions, about a third of them with blacks. And the first chapter of the book breaks all this down. Like, I look at the total number of people that are, that are killed by police officers in the USA. I point out that about 75% of them are Caucasian, whites, and Hispanics. This is just never discussed. I look at what percentage of them are black, and then I look at what percentage of those people going through the case files and the reports and so on were innocent, essentially, unarmed, in a situation that wasn't justified. And it, it seems like we're talking about literally three or four cases a year, George Floyd, maybe Breonna Taylor. Those people aren't the tip of an iceberg. They're, they're the whole iceberg. Mm-hmm. We think this is a major issue because the media shows it to us constantly. Sure. So from there and in the other chapters, I kind of get into this broader question of why is there so much nonsense and dishonesty that's perpetrated? So chapter two looks at interracial crime, this idea of barbecue Becky, pool party Paula, Dylan Roof, if you want to get more serious, that the races are constantly fighting and that whites are responsible for most of this. And what I actually find is that, believe it or not, violent interracial crime is about 3% of crime. The person most likely to kill you is your ex-wife. And the interracial crime that does occur is 80% minority on white. It's, again, just the narrative is complete nonsense. This is nothing to worry about in the first place. And, frankly, we're responsible for more of it than, quote-unquote, you guys. And I go into similar analyses of systemic racism, immigration, so on down the line. And that book ended up as a bestseller for a couple of weeks. I mean, apparently a lot of people liked what I had to say and were sort of seeking for those, those taboo truths. So what about you personally? Uh, with your position, again, we alluded to your uh, uh, current uh, vocation, a professor of political science, 
at Kentucky State University, working at a public university in the realm you're in, uh, overwhelmingly, uh, professors overwhelmingly in those kind of institutions are progressive. I mean, how do you just deal with day-to-day with your colleagues? I mean, you've developed kind of a high profile here, Dr. Riley. So how is that for you day-to-day and what you're maybe teaching your students and how you interact with your colleagues? Well, I I think, again, real life isn't like Twitter. I mean, my colleagues range from, you know, communists to black men who support monarchies in Africa. I mean, it's, again, solidly ranked state. You actually have a historically black college background. Uh, Day to day, I'd say there are virtually no issues. But I think, again, part of this is that many of the things I'm saying, like that there's no ongoing race war. Actually, this may be the real point of all this in terms of cancel culture. The things that I'm saying, there's no ongoing race war. Christianity wasn't a bad thing for the country. Walls work. You know, the alt-right's wrong, too. I mean, these are sort of common sense points that probably 70 or 80 people, percent of people would agree on. The issue is that in that social media world, in that elite upper class world, there's a small group of noisy people that will shut you down if you say these things. Right. And that, that might be the basis of an idea about how to respond. Recognize that most people are pretty normal. And if you're stable in your own job or whatever the case might be, start speaking up against the small minority of lunatics. When people say there's a consensus on all kind of things, there's a consensus on gun control, a consensus on two years of masking children in the schools, what that very often means is that a small group of noisy people are bullying everyone else. And what I see interacting with my colleagues playing golf or whatever is that the huge majority of people reject that, should express it. Fantastic. Uh, Absolutely fascinating discussion with our guest, uh, Dr. Wilford Riley, again, uh, Associate Professor of Political Science at Kentucky State University and author of... uh, couple of books, Hate Crime Hoax, How the Left is Selling a Fake Race War and Taboo, Ten Facts You Can't Talk About. Uh, Dr. Riley, I'm assuming uh, you can get those books on uh, Amazon. Any other place you'd like to point people that they can find out more information about your books as well as maybe some of your uh, guest appearances coming up on uh, podcasts as well? Well, I'm, I'm one of the hosts of the Cut the Bull podcast, which is doing pretty well, which you can find on Twitter, you can find on Patreon, okay. uh, so on down the line. Great. And I, I do a great great amount of podcast radio appearing, so on myself. Uh, as for my books, both of my books did pretty well. I mean, I, I wrote them almost from an academic perspective, but they entered that bestseller column or pretty close to it. You can find them on Amazon. As always, I encourage people, as opposed to giving Jeff Bezos money to shop at a small business near home, absolutely. Whether that's you know black-owned, conservative, whatever, whatever your beloved local store is. But if you if you need to, they're they're all over the place. Good reads, so on down the line. So I encourage people to go out and get them. Doctor Riley, appreciate your time. Yeah, appreciate your time today, sir. Thank you so much, and uh, have a great rest of your weekend. Appreciate it. You too. Have a great one. Always, always good coming on the show. Bye. M1280 The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Another segment coming up in mere moments. Go nowhere. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway. 
that right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only nineteen ninety-five to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. The Patriot 20th Anniversary Gala may be sold out, but thanks to the power of the interwebs, we have unlimited capacity, virtually. Join us from the comfort of home this Wednesday evening at SalemNow.com. Reserve your live stream ticket today, and as a thank you, you'll receive one free movie rental on Salem Now. We're celebrating two decades on air with Kirk and Prager at the Patriot 20th Anniversary Gala, supported by Pro-Life Across America. If you're in HR, you're probably wearing a lot of hats. Recruiter, team builder, trainer, mediator, policymaker, and of course, paper pusher. But not anymore. Bamboo HR is the number one HR software for small and medium businesses. It manages all your employee data easily and automates countless tasks so you can focus on people, not paperwork. Bamboo HR frees you from spreadsheets so you can do your real job, creating a great place to work. If the data shuffle and paperwork mountain have you ready to hang up all your hats, you're ready for Bamboo. If you handle HR records and paperwork, Bamboo HR is a dream. Let us free up your time and put your days of pushing paperwork behind you so you can focus on the people and making your company a great place to work for everyone. Try PC Magazine's top pick for HR software free today. Just go to BambooHR.com slash HR. This is a limited offer, only available to radio listeners at BambooHR.com slash HR. That's BambooHR.com slash HR. Do you have sunken concrete around your home, leaving you with trip hazards or causing water to run back to your foundation? Hi, I'm John Lamore, owner of Expert Concrete Raising. We raise settled concrete using a high-density polyurethane foam, which is a more permanent solution than mud jacking. Polyurethane foam cannot be washed away, and it doesn't shrink or deteriorate over time. If it's concrete, we can raise it. Get it done right the first time. For a free estimate, contact a second-generation concrete raising business at expertconcreteraising.com. Yo, what's up? This is G-Love coming at you live out here from California, even though I'm Philly born and bred. And I got my man Jack Johnson in the studio today. We just got out of surf. My man Jack, tell him what time it is. Welcome back. AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks always for tuning in. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. Always, we appreciate you uh, tuning in. And uh, thanks again to uh, Dr. Wilfred Riley. Uh, had it, like, like I mentioned, I had him on the show two and a half years ago. And boy, I remember what a fun discussion that was, <laughs> talking about his book, Hate Crime Hoax, literally on the heels of the Jesse Smollett uh, saga that had played out and had been pretty much proven to have been a hoax, although I think Jesse Smollett is still clinging to that story, even though it's pretty much fallen apart, and even though uh, uh, prosecutors in Chicago are not really going after him. But regardless, uh, great discussion with uh, Dr. Riley, and I'm going to uh, check out his podcast. I was not aware of his podcast. i got so many podcasts I want to listen to and I aspire to listen to, but uh, I'm going to definitely track down his. So uh, appreciate it again. I want to get to uh, some news from this past week regarding uh, COVID. You know, like pretty much anything 
in this country, COVID has been uh, highly politicized. And that's obviously, you know, for obvious reasons, because, you know, Trump was president when the uh, COVID-19 pandemic first hit back in March of 2020. And many thought that he was feckless in his leadership and handling the virus and he wasn't taking it seriously. And sure, some of the things Trump said uh, made you scratch your head you know, regarding the virus. And I've maintained forever that had he just let Mike Pence uh, take the reins as head of the coronavirus task force and do his job and kind of be the, the, the face and the name uh, behind that task force and the president... Um, basically saying, you know, like I've been updated and uh, from this phenomenal task force, and this is how we're moving forward. You know, the president could have won re-election. Who's to say? But now the favorite whipping boy of the left is Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. And uh, breaking news, or not so much, uh, the left reviles Ron DeSantis. And it's not just because he's a Republican, although that's a, a big part of it, but I didn't think it was possible that invective for a elected official could exceed what we saw with uh, with Trump. But DeSantis has managed to do it. And at times, uh, the invective towards him has even surpassed what we saw with Donald Trump. And that's for the simple reason that whatever DeSantis has thrown at him, he is able to deflect it with substance as well as being very articulate and just call the media on their bullpucky. And Trump did that too. He called the media on their BS. But the problem I always had with Trump, and I've said it many times on the show, is a lot of times he would dismiss something the media reported as fake news just because he didn't like the unflattering coverage his administration got, even though there were some stories that the media reported on Trump that were verifiably true, but because Trump didn't like it because it was unflattering about his administration, he just dismissed it out of hand, say, ah, that's fake news. But DeSantis brings receipts, and that's why he scares the left. So if there's anything leftists and their media lapdogs can employ in order to to torpedo DeSantis' re-election campaign for governor because you know he's up for re-election next year 2022 they figure if if he can be ousted from the governor's office that that would pretty much seal his fate for a what potential white house bid in 2024 so uh let me see uh i believe this is uh cut number one yeah cut number one jacob if you have that ready this was an ad put forth by a political action committee entitled Remove Ron, which, very obvious what the goal behind this political action committee is, to raise money and to get the word out there to try to uh, remove Ron DeSantis from office via not reelecting him as Florida governor. And this was started by the, uh, can I say douchebag in the air? I guess I just did. Uh, D-bag, uh, Daniel Olfelder, Ulfelder, Olfelder, uh, he's a lawyer out of Florida. Um, he was the Nimrod who dressed up as the Grim Reaper and started parading around beaches in Florida at the beginning of the pandemic saying, look at all these people. They're not inside. They're not socially distancing. I'm here. You know, they're going to die within moments, and I'm here to uh, take them to the great beyond or wherever the Grim Reaper wants to take them. 
So this Daniel Olfelder, this Grim Reaper guy. Oh, and by the way, he was one of these frauds who was chiding people for being on the beach. And by the way, if you're on a Florida beach outdoors and you're distance, and because the virus travels by you know, aerosol droplets, um, you're a lot, light, lot less likely to catch it outdoors. Okay, that that's something we've known from day one. So this idea that this, I don't want to, D-bag was going around doing this, it was just, you know, but he got air coverage on CNN, so I guess it accomplished what it needed to. Well, literally within a couple of months, when we had all the unrest around the country in the aftermath of George Floyd being killed, who is it? Who who showed up at these Black Lives Matter protesters? Is Daniel Olfelder, not social distancing and not wearing a mask? Yeah, he was one of those guys. So his credibility is pretty much shot. But there are enough people who want to remove Ron DeSantis from office. So he's going. He started this political action committee in order to accomplish that, and they put out an advertisement. Now, uh, you can go to my blog at bradcarlson.org, and I did post the. Uh, video of this and you could all probably find it on youtube but basically picture flight attendants on a flight a bunch of people on this flight airline airplane with masks on and it sounds like they're making announcements so i think the audio will represent pretty well what this ad is trying to convey and jacob as you're playing this ad i may actually have you stop at a couple items because i may want to insert my own commentary here so uh, cut number one, this is an advert uh, video ad that was put out by the Remove Ron Political Action Committee. Ominous music. Ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of your cabin crew, we'd like to inform you that we have officially entered Florida airspace. Now that we're making our final descent, please watch this short message from Governor Ron DeSantis on COVID-19. Thereafter... Everyone on board will be required to comply with the state's forever purge. We are not doing any vaccine passports in the state of Florida. We trust people to make their own decisions in this state. We are not going to be bludgeoning people. Stop right there. Okay. We trust people to make their own decisions in this state. We're not going to be bludgeoning people. Are we sure this is an attack ad on Ron DeSantis? Because any freedom-loving American is going to see that and say, well, good. I'm an intelligent enough person to listen to the data, to see the data of you know, the COVID hotspots and take the necessary precautions and mitigating factors in order to not only not get COVID, but also prevent the spread if I happen to be walking around yet I'm asymptomatic. And you look at Florida's vaccination rates, people are getting vaccinated. I mean, their vaccination rates are for people younger than 65. It's not dramatically different than from New York and New Jersey. But yet people want to look at Florida and Texas and Alabama and Mississippi as the scourge of the pandemic. Well, Florida has consistently had a lower death rate overall than New York. And here was the key factor in all this. Ron DeSantis could actually have been used as a guide if other governors were smart. You think there's a few old people in Florida? You think there are a few long-term care facilities in Florida, nursing homes? I know I've talked about this before. 
But he made the decision, if there was anybody in a long-term care facility that contracted the virus, got them out of there immediately and placed them in the hospital, and they were not to go back to the long-term care facility until it was absolutely sure that they were negative, having no symptoms whatsoever. Okay, And as a result, the elderly population was well-preserved. This is something that was known of the virus from day one, is we have to protect the, those with comorbidities as well as the elderly. And Ron DeSantis was a prime example of how to handle that and saved the PPE for those in nursing homes where they were most vulnerable. But that doesn't ever come up because that flies in the face of the narrative. So this idea that this is somehow an attack by saying, by playing the clip of Ron DeSantis saying that we're not going to bludgeon people and we believe we trust people to make their own decisions in this state um, I don't think that's quite the gotcha moment that this political action committee uh, believes it is. Uh, continue with this clip. Restrictions and mandates and lockdowns or any of that stuff. As Governor DeSantis stated, while you're within state lines, you do not have to wear a mask. You do Correct. not have to get a vaccine. It is against the law for private businesses or schools to mandate masks or vaccines. Stop right there. The bill Governor DeSantis signed earlier this year addressed local governments which look to impose arbitrary lockdowns and feckless mandates, instead leaving it to the state's purview. So what they're talking about isn't necessarily saying that they won't let businesses require vaccine passports. They're just not they're just saying, look, you local jurisdictions, county and city governments. That's the state's purview. You're not allowed to implement these particular laws and statutes in, the, in those specific jurisdictions. That's what that's, a, that's what that's about. Okay? Continue. And you have the absolute right to infect whoever you want, whenever and wherever, with COVID-19. Thank you for traveling with us. And please, enjoy your forever purge. COVID-19 is surging again. This is the time to double down. The governor is doubling down. He says students shouldn't be forced to wear masks. If you are trying to lock people down, I'm going to stand in your way. Stop right there. If you're trying to lock people down, I'm going to stand in your way. A little bit out of context. He was directing that at President Biden, who was taking shots at Florida when he should have been negotiating to try to get a reconciliation bill passed about their mandates or lack thereof or how they're handling the virus. And once again, Governor DeSantis says, I'm the governor and the decisions we make in this state are under the state's purview. You don't get to come in here, big bad federal government, and try to tell us how we run our state. That's what that's about. So to me, it was slightly taken out of context. And another portion of that where they're playing news clips or audio of Florida news stations where they're saying... uh, basically saying, well, uh, the COVID-19 is surging again. Well, okay, it was summertime. May, June, and July, the vaccine only really started to become more universally available to uh, outside the elderly as the summer, as it got into the summer months, like May, June, and July. Okay, well, guess what? In Florida, in those months, most people are inside. 
So obviously, that's not as conducive to social distancing. And COVID-19 surging, okay, this was rather ill-timed. It surged quite a bit in uh, July and August, and it has been steadily declining literally every day since about early August. Case counts in Florida have declined and are now lower than they were, uh, say, in uh, that about the end of June, early July, and continuing to decline as our hospitalizations. So this was a rather ill-timed video. If there's any uh, time left in this video, go ahead and play the rest of it. So 300 new ventilators. Hospitals are filling up here. There is evidence that children are making up much higher cases that are emerging. The numbers continue to rise across Florida. Whoops. This fall, don't breathe in. This is insane. The Forever Purge, coming to a theater and live streaming networks near you. So that didn't age very well. Uh, Jim Acosta, the uh, the, talk about another, speaking of insufferable D-bags, Jim Acosta, who was the former uh, White House correspondent with CNN, now he has his own uh, program on CNN, uh, it's buried somewhere in the weekend because it probably doesn't do ratings. And if you can't get a decent spot in CNN, you know you're a poorly rated show because even primetime shows in CNN uh, don't bring in a lot of ratings. But Jim Acosta, you know, on his Twitter yesterday, wow, this is quite a map from the New York Times, and it shows deaths per 100,000 residents since June 16. Why do you suppose they picked June 16? Because that's just right before summer, right? Guess where it's hottest? Starting in June, the South, right? Texas, Louisiana, Alabama, Georgia, Florida, Mississippi. And of course, the highest number of deaths per 100,000 residents since June 16th, when the vaccine really started to become more readily available to those under the age of 65, you know, healthy adults. Okay. Yeah, there was going to be a higher death rate, death rate, because again, that is when most people are inside. That just makes sense, right? If the if the uh, virus travels via aerosol droplets, well, guess what? Now cases are dropping significantly in the South, and guess where they're spiking? Here in the North. Now I hope we can stem the tide and get this under control, where we aren't seeing as many spikes here in the North. But the fact is, this is a virus. It's going to do what it's going to do. And now with the Delta variant. 70% isn't good enough to reach herd immunity. What that number is, I have no idea, but it's certainly not the 97 98% that uh, President Biden said the other day when he was getting his booster on that uh, contrived stage. Did you see that? There was like a fake stage where he was getting his booster shot, or it was a stage to make it look like he was like in some sort of elaborate building or something like that. Uh, but again, this virus continues to be politicized, and it's amazing they cherry-picked data since June 16 to focus on the states that are the hottest, which, of course, would be the South. And then people say, oh, boy, those are the states that support Republicans. Huh, imagine that. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Brad Carlson, the Closer, coming back with one final short segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. AM 1280, The Patriot. Salmon fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. 
Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. It's to end at a grilling season, and Premier Pool and Spa has huge deals right now on all their Louisiana grills. No way. You mean like when they sell the toques for cheap during the spring because you don't really need them to cover your noggin when the weather's warming up, right? Absolutely correct, bro. Oh, but wait a minute. Fall's like prime smoking season. You can still grill and smoke year-round with the Louisiana Grill, right? You know it. The Louisiana Pellet Grill from Premier Pool and Spa is both a grill and a smoker. And they got these amazing winter smoker covers, so you can even use them when it's like below zero. So the grilling season never really ends, but I still get those low-end-of-season prices, right? You got it, plus a free 40-pound bag of pellets with your purchase and free bucket liners and a fancy grill cover if you buy one at the top-of-the-line models. Hey, so don't wait. Get your own Made in America Louisiana Grill at end-of-season prices, plus all those extra goodies at Premier Pool and Spa in Chanhassen. Louisiana Grills, you deserve it. iBelieve.com helps women wrestle with the deeper issues of their faith. Drop by for blogs and daily devotionals for women, plus articles on relationships, health and beauty, parenting, and more. At iBelieve.com, a division of Salem Media Group. iBelieve.com. Arby's Computer Service. You and your business are online today more than ever. Most people are working from home and meeting via Internet, and that means IT structures are overtaxed and Wi-Fi is humming. An outage in one of your critical systems now could be a fatal blow to your operation. Arby's Computer Service is ready and able to help. Their staff is standing by and prepared to offer assistance. If your business IT system experiences a failure, give Arby's a call. Their professional team of certified computer and networking specialists is experienced in diagnosing and solving a wide range of issues. With Arby's Computer Service on the job, you'll never have to worry about dealing with IT-related issues on your own, whether it's for your personal system or business. Arby's Computer Service knows that Internet traffic is surging, and they're available now to help. You'll always get competitive pricing, trustworthy advice, and excellent customer service from Randy and his team at Arby's Computer Service. Giving your computer problems the boots. Arby's Computer Service. I appeal to you to fight i fully recognize not everyone has a fighting nature but everyone can help fighters what's wrong is not to do either if the troops have no supplies the troops are worthless this station is a fighter so there's a very simple way for you to help this station and that is just patronize their sponsors help us continue to keep the twin cities right by supporting the local businesses you hear on this station Welcome back. AM 1280, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. One final segment on the broadcast. Very short segment, so we only have time for this video. It's about a minute and a half. Uh, I'll just, this is from the Colbert Show, Stephen Colbert's uh, Late Night with Stephen Colbert. Um, I'll play this and maybe have a quick pithy comment. Uh, cut number whatever that is, Jacob. Uh, go ahead. The vaccine.
calling this dance the vaccine V-A-X-S-C-E-N-E. See what they did there, the vaccine. The song is cringeworthy enough, but you see the video. And, Jacob, I'm sorry I subjected you to that. It's a bunch of guys dressed up in, as hypodermic needles dancing around to this. D- um, For purposes of full disclosure, I, and I may, I've said this on the show before, I've received the COVID vaccine earlier this year, and I'm glad I did so. But when I watch this video, I'm not going to lie, I kind of wish the vax had some sort of return policy. Not really, but you get my, I mean, my God, this is what passes for entertainment now. I listened to, you know, John Gabriel, friend of the broadcast. I've had him on a few times, you know, from the King of Stuff podcast. You know, his latest podcast, he was talking to Walter Kern. And the one thing they were talking about is all these late night hosts. You know, they lauded Norm MacDonald, Norm MacDonald comedian who passed away a couple weeks ago. You know, Norm was fearless. You know, even those SNL told him he couldn't tell any more OJ jokes. He continued to do so despite objections, and he was just absolutely fearless and was willing to put himself out there. And they looked at that as a good thing. But yet, all these gutless worms like Colbert and Kimmel and Fallon and Seth Meyers and James Corden and Jimmy Kimmel and uh, the vile hags, Samantha Bee and Trevor Noah, all dance the progressive line not fearless at all just regurgitating dorky chanting points in the form of awful sketches so comedy is truly dead it has been for a while dead but too dumb to lie down folks i've enjoyed it am 1280 the patriot northern alliance radio network godspeed my friends every cell's the best week If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. By wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers right away. If you're testing your blood sugar four or more times per day, injecting insulin three or more times per day, or using an insulin pump, call the Diabetic Health Hotline today and learn about the latest CGM technology. A CGM can immediately reduce pain. It's accurate, easy to use, and helps you make better diabetes treatment decisions and if you have medicare you can get a new cgm at little or no out-of-pocket cost plus get free shipping and we'll bill your insurance company for you call now to receive your new continuous glucose monitor at little or no out-of-pocket cost paid for by u.s medical supply call 800-611-6638 that's 800-611-6638 again 800-611-6638 that's 800-611-6638 Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-860-4610. 800-860-4610. 
That's 800-860-4614. Warning, warning, warning. Once you taste the Rack Shack's Patriot Burger, other burgers will never measure up. Hey, I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280 The Patriot, and we've partnered with my friend Keith Hitner Sr. from the Rack Shack Barbecue to create a burger worthy of the Patriot name. It's a half-pound burger that's red, white, and blue through and through. American cheese on top, and the American flag proudly waves over the bun. The Patriot Burger comes with your choice of any of our delectable sides, like our famous hand-cut fries, all just for $12.80. Best burger in town as far as I'm concerned, and it's $12.80 anytime, any day. Try today at the Rack Shack Barbecue at the Cedar Cliff Center at Nichols and Cliff in Egan. Be careful. Once you try a Patriot Burger, you may never go back to a regular burger. That's the Rack Shack Barbecue at RackShackBarbecue.com. Get that Rack Shack attack. Rack Shack Barbecue. Oh, 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 yeah. AM12. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.